the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Portions of the following program may be pre-recorded. The following program is brought to you by Bridgeway Community Church. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. How in the world are you today? You ready to talk to me? It's Tough Topic Tuesday. Come on, let's go. Live from our nation's capital, welcome to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. An expert on race, religion, and relationships, Dr. Anderson wants to talk to you. Our phone lines are now open. 888-432-7434. And now, please welcome Dr. David Anderson, your bridge-building voice in the nation's capital. That's me, your bridge-building voice right here in the nation's capital. So glad to be hanging out with you on WAVA 105.1 FM out of Arlington, Virginia, covering all of the DMV, D.C., Maryland, Northern Virginia, parts of Pennsylvania and West Virginia as well. So, hey, thank you so much for hanging out with me today. And then, of course, for those of you on social media, you can see me waving at you, giving you my sideways peace sign. At uh, Anderson Speaks is my handle for all my social media. So if you want to watch me right now on uh, Facebook Live, I'm there, or on YouTube Live. Or, of course, you can always follow me on Instagram. I like that. That's the more personal side of my life, if you're even interested in that. But uh, there you have it. So that's how social media works, right? We follow each other and, and learn about people going to Starbucks or something. Who knows? Had a friend text and say she's got a, a cinnamon dolce latte. No whip, extra hot. I'm like, wow, okay, that's a lot for the order of a drink. But it seemed like she liked it, and she said it was yummy. So, see, that's the kind of stuff you can find out on social media. Aren't you glad to know about that? (laughs) Anyway, hey, listen, give me a call today. It is a call-in talk show. And today we're talking about generational mentoring. What do older men and women want younger men and women to know? And, uh, by the way, what do younger men and women want older men and women to know? What is... Uh, the young generation missing these days? And and what do the older folk need to understand and just embrace? It's not the 1950s anymore, right? And so I want to hear from you. I want uh, those who are older to tell me about what you think uh, the younger men and women need to know and vice versa from you younger folk, okay? What do you, what do you want to know from older people? What do you want to glean from those who are more seasoned in life. Let's build this generational bridge, right? We're all about bridge building, but what about between the generations? So give me a call. My phone number is 888-432-7434. Got it? 888-432-7434. If you're driving and saying, how do I remember that number? Just remember the word bridge. 
bridge. Now, what I'm going to do, like I always do, is bow for a short word of prayer, and then I'm opening my phone lines now. So get in where you fit in. Give me a call. I'd love to talk to you about this topic. You know, what, what's the younger generation missing these days? And by the way, what um, what are older folk? Just they just need to listen. It's it's not the '40s. It's not the '50s. Things have changed. I know what the Bible says. I know what grandma said, great grandma did, but uh, it's a different day and age. And so help us, uh, guide us through this time period, but we need, we need wisdom. All right. So let's not have such a gap between older folk and younger folk that they can't even talk to one another anymore. And I'll just have to say this before I pray. I'm so grateful for my family, you know, even over uh, the latest uh, holiday, which was Mother's Day, just to be able to have my uh, mom in the room. And yet you had youngsters, cousins, uh, aunts and uncles, you know, you had all those generations. And uh, that's a beautiful thing because a lot of families are missing that they're they're in gap they have gaps between them or or like uh one of my one of my friends said recently you know uh grandmas ain't around anymore they 45 years old and they're hanging out at the club or something and so i i want to hear from y'all on that one anyway come on let's pray together heavenly father i do thank you for the word of god i thank you for my listeners uh fans friends followers whatever we call them lord uh we we can be connected in the spirit uh, because of the relationship we have with you. So I ask you, God, the God of all generations, to give us your wisdom today on this Tough Topic Tuesday. For it is in the name of Jesus we pray and commit the show to you. Amen and amen. Well, there are a couple other ways you can get a hold of me. If you want, you can always call me during the show. I'm here, I'm available, and I'm ready. But you might have something to say that you don't want to be on the air or it's going to take longer than about 30 seconds to a minute. So you know what? You can go to Andersonspeaks.com. That's Andersonspeaks.com. And sure enough, you can email me there even when the show is not going on. So feel free uh, to do that as well. Now, another website you want to make sure you mark, and that's GracismGlobal.com. Gracism. It's a book I wrote. Racism with a G in front of it. Gracism global.com and the book that i wrote is free right now on audio uh as well so when you go to gracesandglobal.com hit the free book and listen to it at your leisure does that sound all right all right my number one last time and then i'm going to the phone lines 888-432-7434 that is my number in studio give me a call right now my call screener is waiting and ready to get you up on my screen all right Let's go to Maryland and kick it off there first with Anonymous, who's on the line. Hello, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you today? And Hello, Anonymous. You're on the air. Going Hi, once. Hi, Dr. Anderson. Okay. Hello. hello. Can you hear me? I can now. Speak up and tell me what you're thinking. It's always a pleasure to talk to you. Oh, I wish you had a a church that was in my area it's just something about you that i love i truly truly love i'm i'm from the old school Mm -hmm. and um you know we had to pray regardless of what your denomination is because you can print it on the money but you know but you you can't pray in school and it 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 made a difference back then Mm. So you Where think you prayer in school was a big deal that the younger generation is now missing because we don't have it anymore? 
Exactly. I exactly. understand. I understand. We, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. we just need to show more love to one another. Yes, yes. You know, and, and, and what we're going through because, you know, God is a good God, and he blesses us every single day. Every mm-hmm. day you wake up and your feet hit the floor, thank God. Amen to Thank that. God so what do you, what do you think these younger what do you think these younger people need today, Anonymous? They need parents mm. that will listen to the older generation. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. once the older generation phases out, who's left to teach them to pray? Right, right. Well, you, you make a good point about prayer. Thank you so much. It's good to hear your voice. May the Lord be with you, okay, Anonymous? Okay, thank you, Dr. Anderson. God bless you. Hey, listen, when I get back, I'm going to go to Mike. He's in Washington, D.C., but i got to run to my break right now. If you want to get in as well, uh, go ahead and get in where you fit in. Here's my number, 888-43-BRIDGE. It's Tough Topic Tuesday. We're talking about the generational divide. How do we mentor to help younger people? And younger people, what do you need older folk to know? I want to hear your voice as well. And uh, if you see me on social media, you see that fresh fade. Come on, go to andersonspeaks.com. Hit fashion. You can get a linen shirt like the one I'm wearing right now. I'll be right back. When asked the question raised by her professor, why are you here at Omega Graduate School? Sebla Diluhailu answered in one of her essays like this. I was not there just to add a prefix to my name, though that would feel good. The greater purpose of my preparation at OGS is to fulfill my mandate to be a change agent. The doctoral study is a time of preparation for me to see and to think, to understand the times, and to craft my way in fulfilling my calling. Sebla Diluhailu, a current doctor of philosophy student from Ethiopia, is a counselor and adjunct psychology professor who hosts a weekly radio show in the capital city of Ethiopia and is an advocate for empowering women and children. What is your profession? and how can OGS help you grow to the next level in your graduate education? Dr. David Anderson is the new chancellor of Omega Graduate School, formerly known as Oxford Graduate School, and your education as a working adult is important to him, to God, and to all who will be changed in the world because of your important research. Go to OGS.edu today and apply, or call 1-800-933-6188. listen to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson and wondered how we come up with heartfelt discussions on Marriage Mondays or engaging topics on Tough Topic Tuesdays? Well, our listeners are our inspiration. We would love to keep hearing from you. So if you have an idea for the show, let us know because comprehension begins with conversation. Send us your ideas by sending an email to info at andersonspeaks.com and join the conversation on Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's public figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly textpiration from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. 
That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. That's me, Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I'm hanging out with you here in uh, the studio and so glad that you are with me. If you're on social media, thank you for saying good afternoon and hello there. Uh, If you want to call me, my number is 888-43-BRIDGE. We're talking about that generational divide and specifically generational mentoring. Uh, What do older men and women want younger men and women to know? What do y'all want them to know? And what do you younger men and women, let's say younger is 30 or younger, what do you want older folk uh, to know? And and what do they need to embrace? I hate to say get over, but maybe just embrace. And, you know, I, I know of uh, a few ladies at the church that might say something to younger ladies about, their, you know, maybe their clothing. Uh, or something like that, or uh, the younger generation might say, well, listen, you know, I'm I'm not cooking and I'm not cleaning, you know. uh, And so, ladies, do you need to teach that to younger ladies? Or you say, you know what, teach teach the sons and daughters because you got male chefs, you got men who clean the house too. What is that? And men, what does it mean to raise a man, you know, a, a boy to a man, right? So this is what we're talking about. If you want to join in and have the conversation with me, uh, my number is 888-432-7434. I promised before the break I'd go to Washington, D.C. and talk to Mike. So that's where I am now. Hey, Mike, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? How you doing? Alive and grateful. What are you thinking? Uh, I think the way the generation is today is the punch. Because I'm going with the Bible says. Mm-hmm. This generation today. Mm-hmm. Turn your radio down so we don't have an echo, okay? So we can all hear you. Okay. So yeah, this generation, this generation, you're saying the, pro- the problem is the parents. Is that what I heard you say? The parents. It's time with the parents. Mm-hmm. This is this is biblical. These last days, Jesus talked about this generation. They despise the father, bring shame on the mother. And, mm-hmm. and the last thing I say, the Bible says. Raise your kids up in the Lord, and it go well through life. They ain't been taught. Mm-hmm. So you think we're missing that in this generation? You don't think the parents are doing it? Does that mean the parents are not are not are not saved, or does it means they're just saved, but they're not really holding their kids, uh, training their kids right? They don't listen to the message of God about this generation end time prophecy. If you don't raise them up in a in a younger time. Early, this is what you see. Mm-hmm. The Bible speaks up. I'm going with the Bible said. Understood. All right, Mr. Mike, thank you so much. I appreciate your comment today, okay? Thank you. Thank you. I'll keep in touch with you. I hope so. Blessings to you. Let's go to Rockville, Maryland. Danita is on the line. Hello, Miss Danita. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? Dr. Anderson, I've talked to you more since my husband died than I have ever talked to anyone. What? Good afternoon. I'm so glad you called me. I'm always here, okay? I'm always here. Holla at me. So I I think what's missing, because I am now considered an elder, Mm -hmm. um, and uh, I preach the gospel myself. Okay. I have a child that when she went to college, she left. We sat under the same wonderful teacher, mm-hmm. um, a pastor that grassroots, you know, small Baptist church. Right. And we actually, I mean, we was in that word hard. 
So my daughter came home from college with the apocrypha. Uh-oh. Okay. <laughs> and mama, mama said, hang on now. Let me tell you about this. Well, what I do with my daughter is I have a hard line that I will not deviate from. And one of the things I've learned from young people, they're looking for authenticity, one. But they're also looking for people who not only believe, because she respects me now, mm-hmm. regardless of what she thinks of the words. Right. God will bring her back. That's not my job. My right. job is to raise her up in the admonition of the Lord. And then you trust the Lord to but bring her home. That's it. Because he, my grandmother trusted God to bring me home. And it worked. And I was a hard sell. Mm. And it worked. Look at that. Look at so, that. So, I mean, there's hope for our young people. You can't just place it all on the adults. Because my grandmother prayed me out of the streets. My mother and my father Mm. separated when I was very young. So it wasn't until really God brought me back. I was always flitting in and out of the church. Always. The other thing I think is we don't have any stick-to-itiveness as adults and as leadership. We want our kids to do what we want, period, without question. But then we don't do what we're supposed to do. Oh, the whole example thing and authenticity thing is yes. what you mentioned earlier as well. So yes. part of it is we have to we have to walk our talk. But in the other part, I hear you saying, Miss Danita, is we got to trust the Lord with our kids once they're out of our jurisdiction. I think elders have taught me in the church that you got to have some stupidness. You got to be yeah. able to take a punch and keep on going because sometimes kids rebuff the right. truth. Well, yeah, that's we right. did it. Yep, yep. But my mama kept praying for us and my daddy, I'm sure, until I pa- until he passed away when I was 21. But mama and daddy, we had devotions. We prayed before meals. We we went to church whether we wanted to or not. We all f- uh, filed into that car and, and rode over to Wednesday night and then service. You gotta spank him when, it, when necessary. Remember, Anderson, you got to spank him when necessary. Well, what's interesting is that how they know how to spank you when you're in the back seat. <laughs> and how how did my mom how, how did my mom know how to discipline me in church by reaching over and just getting a piece of my thigh and twisting it how, how they know that there you go <laughs> my grandmother did the same thing uh-huh. as a did they, young girl did they teach them I that remembered was was the wagon wheels behind i couldn't see the pastor preaching so grandma had to pray some stuff off of me mm. and when she did she actually before she died got to hear me give a Mother's Day address Aww. on a Sunday sermon. So nice. it was, and she, she cried. She really did. Bet, she I said, Danita, you, you would have won. I don't know how you would have won, but you... How about that? <laughs> Hey, well, listen, thanks for hanging out with me yet again, Miss sure. Danita from Rockville. I hope you'll hang, hang with me some more, okay? Oh, yes, sir, every day. All right, blessings to you. That's Rockville in the house representing. Where are you, and who? Where are you representing geographically? And uh, what about your? What about your parents? What about? Because I'm hearing parents. A couple of phone callers have been saying that, and um, you know, we had deacons uh, in our church growing up. Deacon Holcomb, I still still remember him. But we had deacons. We had youth leaders. There seemed to be more of a support. It's a village type support when you were growing up in a smaller church. 
But the bigger churches, like mine is a big church, uh, we got to make sure that people don't get lost in the cracks. And sometimes they can if you don't have smaller ministries and small groups and, and things of that sort. Now, everybody doesn't know everybody's business, um, which is probably a good thing in the smaller church. Sometimes everybody know everybody's business. Uh, but somebody ought to know your business. Do you know what I'm saying? And so, But I'd love to hear from you. If you're just joining us, you might be wondering what we're talking about. Well, let me reboot this. First of all, it's Tough Topic Tuesday. And we're talking about the generational divide and the tough divide between older folk and younger folk. And the question we're asking today is what do older men and women want younger men and women to know? All right, that maybe they don't know because they haven't had anybody older talking to them. Or what do younger men and women want older men and women to know as well? Like, what do older folk need to understand and embrace, you know? So that is uh, really, really important as well. And so I want to hear from you. Give me a call. My phone number is 888-432-7434. Or just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. What's the younger generation missing these days? Uh, they're not missing rap, are they? But the cool thing is they're Christians that are doing rap to give them somewhat of an alternative. Uh, what do you think? 888-43-BRIDGE. And what do the older folk need? Well, they need to learn how to Zoom. <laughs> I mean, they had to learn something in the last couple of years, didn't they? They had to learn technology. Uh, that may have brought some families together. Oh, granddaughter, grandson coming over helping to set up technology, something that some of the older folk didn't know how to do. And so, you see, we need each other, and it's important for us to realize that. Well, what about the Word of God? Well, the Word of God says in Titus, teach the older men to be temperate, worthy of respect, self-controlled, and sound in faith and love and in in endurance. So that's what uh, Titus is talking about. Likewise, teach the older women to be reverent, in the way they live. Grandma, you see that verse? Titus 2, 3. Let me read it again in case y'all missed it. I ain't going to break now. You got to hear this. <laughs> Teach the older women not to be going to the club with the little mini skirt on at 45, 55, shaking your thing like you don't, don't care. I'm just saying. I mean, that wasn't in the text. I, I may have embellished it a little. Let me just read it the way it's the way it's in the word. Likewise, (laughs) teach the older women to be reverent in the way they live, not to be slanderers or addicted to much wine, but to teach what is good. Said much wine. Okay, 888-432-7434, verse 4. Then they can urge the younger women to love their husbands and children. Hmm. So right there, it's teaching us that older women actually teach younger women how to love their husband and children. It doesn't come natural, right? A younger woman, I just love him. And they naturally going to know how to love him. They naturally going to know how to love children. They never had children before. There's a natural love that they have for the children, but older grandmas and and nanas, uh, as y'all call each other, little kid call you nana. Well, guess what? They, they need, someone to tell them this is how you love your husband sweetie this is how you love your children it didn't say you went to a school it didn't say you went and got a degree uh it said you know older women teach the younger women 
how to love their husbands and children, how to be self-controlled. Verse five says we're in Titus two to be self-controlled and pure, to be busy at home, to be kind and to be subject to their husbands so that no one will malign the word of God. Did you see it? So it's important ladies in order to mentor younger ones, you got to be doing that yourself. Men, uh, you got to be temperate, worthy of respect, self-controlled. That's in in the text for both men and women, self-controlled, sound in faith, in love, and endurance. You have to do that so that you can teach the younger ones. Similarly, it says in verse 6, we're in Titus 2, verse 6 says, encourage the young men to be self-controlled. There it is. So it says in verse 2, teach older men to be temperate, worthy of respect, and self-control. And then it says in verse 6, encourage the young men to be self-controlled. So the older men have to be self-controlled so they can teach the younger men how to be self-controlled. And what? Maybe in their sexuality, maybe in their temper, maybe in their anger. You know, maybe we always teach them how to fight, fight, fight. Maybe it's uh, teaching them how to, how to control their temper and everything. Set them an example and everything. Set them an example by doing what is good in your teaching show integrity and seriousness. So it's all about the example, which is what uh, Miss Danita was talking about. Well, I'm coming right back. Give me a call. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. ActionHomeServices.com, Episode 5. Anne in Annandale. Anne has a problem. Every drain in the master bath was running slow. Not just slow, but it was slow. It's time for the A-Action A-Team. So, Anne looked up AActionHomeServices.com and called. It's Anne in Annandale. I have a problem. So, Chuck sent out Mr. Plugomatic from AActionHomeServices.com. It took some time, but the drains were running like brand new. Problem solved. Keep your home running smoothly. Go to AActionHomeServices.com. Anxiety over the revelation of our weaknesses is Satan's way of creating a stronghold over our lives. The only way to suck it to Satan is to say with the Apostle Paul, it is only when I'm weak do I really know the strength of God. Dr. Michael Yusuf. And as you come to experience his supernatural strength, your love for him will be cemented. As you come to deepen your love for the as you come to depend on the supernatural power of the Lord, your love for him will know no bounds. Only when you come to learn the lesson of John the Baptist and saying that he must increase and I must decrease. And without fear will you understand and receive and experience the supernatural power of God that he wants you to have. Would you like to learn more about leading the way with Dr. Michael Yusuf? Visit ltw.org. Listen to your favorite Christian programs anytime on the OnePlace app. Download and listen offline. Stream to your car or automated home device. Download OnePlace at Google Play or the iTunes App Store. WAVA-FM is heard on HD Radio at 105.1 FM HD1 or on iHeart. Tune in and now on Radio.com. Pastors and ministry leaders, join us October 3rd for the WAVA One Heart, One Mind Pastor Appreciation Luncheon. To register, go to WAVA.com. Donald Trump's indictment proves that saving America is not going to be easy. There are entrenched powers that are fighting this with everything they've got. 
They want to keep control over the country, the narrative, and the nation's money supply. Hi, I'm Lance Wall now. I'm a news analyst, a Christian author, and evangelical leader. I speak to millions of people every week, people just like you. You see, what the elites are doing is using inflation and government handouts and now central bank digital currencies to determine how they're going to control America. And that's why I recommend all Christians start a gold IRA from the Birch Gold Group. Because physical precious metals are one of the few ways you can maintain control over your own savings. To get a free info kit on gold IRAs, text the word FAITH to 989898. Birch Gold Group is the only gold company I trust. Get their free info kit and you'll see why a gold IRA can help you. There are no strings attached. Text the word FAITH to 989898 and you're going to be blessed by taking action right now. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Welcome to the second half of the show. It's Tough Topic Tuesday, and we're talking about the tough topic of the generational divide between the older generation and the younger generation generational mentoring is necessary it's also biblical but i've asked the question what do older folk want younger folk to know what do younger folk want older folk to know let's say younger than 30 and uh, by the way what do older folk need to understand and just embrace now and for the younger folk what what are they missing these days i want to hear from you my phone number is 888-432-7434 some of these social issues, you know, younger people see it differently than older folk. And older folk have to sometimes let go of some of these older mores and say, you know what, this is the day and age that we're in. But there's some other things we're like, nope, we ain't letting go of that one. That one, that one's rooted in the word, you know, that sort of thing. And so I want to hear from you. 888-432-7434. And so uh, Amber and I had some uh, African friends over uh, from Nigeria around our dinner table, and they were having this conversation because you had some younger uh, Nigerian ladies at the table, and you had some older Nigerian uh, ladies and men at the table. And, they, you know, they they had a difference of opinion. The, the younger ones, uh, you know, w- were talking about maybe not having to do the dishes and clean up after the meal and things of that sort, not out of rebellion, but that that wasn't what this day and age is about. And the older ones were like, uh, yeah, no, you always, it's tradition, you always help clean up. You always go to the kitchen. You always pick up your plate. And so there was just this uh, a bit of a, you know, there's nothing in the scripture that says, you know, you have to pick up your plate and, you, you know, that sort of thing based on gender. Right. You, you know, we serve one another and uh, we have manners to one another. But it's really interesting seeing how culture works. And uh, because these younger Nigerian girls were in America, where the older women were not only from Nigeria, they, they literally were coming into the country from Nigeria for some uh, government business. So we had them over at the house. And so coming from their country to America, their whole thing was our kids have been so Americanized that they have lost some of the things in culture that we hold dear. So, you know, some things are cultural. It's not that they're biblical, they're cultural. But I'd love to hear from you. My phone number is 888-432-7434. That's the number live in studio. So feel free uh, to give me a call 
and uh, as well as on Facebook Live. Remember what my uh, my handle is. It's uh, Anderson Speaks, so you can see me there. I'm waving at you and throwing my sideways peace sign out there and would love to talk to you there as well. So feel free uh, to hit me up on Facebook. I see Daryl Musgrove is there. Good afternoon. Back to you. Uh, Michelle Sims says this. Save your money as soon as you start working. I think that's a great word to young people. But, you know, remember when you were young, even if someone said that to you, you need it every dime. And that's the hard part. So you got to teach them even younger than when they're young adults how to tithe. I think that's one. People who are tithers today, I bet you 85% of them were taught tithing at a young age. Now, I'm not sure. That's not scientific. I'm just guessing. But, uh, you know, did your parents teach you give 10% a dime out of every dollar, you know, and my parents used to even, you know, slide me some money when it was offering time. And the way we did offerings growing up is you stood up and walked out the pew down to the front of the church and you put money in a basket and went back to your seat while y'all were singing and marching. So offering was a whole thing in and of itself. And if they had two or three baskets, you had to choose which one to put the basket in. And But you see, your parents were, were helping you. Mama would give me a dollar or a quarter or something. And so that's building something into you. So you realize that, you know, church and God and faith uh, is connected to your money. All right. So thank you, Michelle, for saying that. Uh, Russell Lewis says the younger and older generations need to learn more about their emotions and how it impacts their behavior. At last of emotions website is a starting point. So uh, Atlas of Emotions, I guess, is what he's saying is a website. But how how do you teach uh, your kids how to deal with their own emotions and how do you deal with your own emotions as well? Uh, Ms. Lightfoot, hello to you. Glad that you're there. And Denise Barr, good to see you as well. Denise Barr. Well, my number is 888-43-BRIDGE. I'm going to run to Silver Spring, Maryland and talk to Anonymous who's on the line. Hello, Anonymous. It's Dr. Anderson here. How are you? I'm okay. Thank you, sir. Thanks for calling. Um, so, yeah, on the, the topic of what I might share with younger people um, is something that I've learned over time, um, and that's uh, to feel less urgency about time itself. Mm-hmm. Um, also in AA, we talk about it a lot, uh, like, don't drink today, just just not for today. You mm-hmm. can drink tomorrow or next week, but we never do mm-hmm. <laughs> if we take it one hour at a time. Mm-hmm. And I, I feel bad for the young people. I wouldn't want to be a, a young person growing up the way the, that this area is nowadays and all the crisis going on in the world. Um, so I take my hat off to them. I think they're living through the toughest time that I've known of. Right. Um, Socially, institutionally, corruption in government, uh, climate change. Yeah, there's a lot. And there's a lot, isn't there? This day and age. So I feel like they need us. They need younger people, need older people to help show them that they can make it. Yeah. And I just have to be less picky about little things. You know, like if I'm riding the bus with somebody and 
and they're being obnoxious, I try to ignore it as long as I possibly can. Right. Yeah, that <laughs> yeah, that's a tough that's a tough one because there's a there's a part of you that says, you know, let me ignore this, let me be safe. There's another part where you you're hoping that they respect their elders. So if you say, Hey, listen, can y'all uh, pipe down a little bit back in the day, we'd be like, yes, ma'am. Nowadays, mm-hmm. you know, they, they may not have that respect. They may actually uh, be violent toward uh, older person. So it, it's a, it's a difficult world out there today. It sure is. I got, I've gotten both of those reactions on the buses. How about that? I'm a frequent bus traveler. Well, you just stay, stay safe. Yeah, God bless our kids. Amen to we that. We haven't given them the best world to grow up in. Amen to that. Well, hopefully we can turn it around for their kids. So I'll talk to you later, Miss Anonymous from Silver Spring. When I get back, I'm going to Carlos. He's in Virginia. I want to come to you as well. What's the younger generation missing these days? And by the way, what do older folk need to understand and embrace? How can we learn from one another? Let's build a bridge across the generational divide. This is Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. tell you something. Amber and I had some basement issues. We called Best Buy Waterproofing. They came and they helped us out. If you have mold, mildew, cracks, blistered paint in your walls, or you're just not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe, then call Best Buy Waterproofing. Just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com. They have over 30 years of experience and they'll even donate $500 to my show if you end up doing business with them. But most of all, get your basement fixed. Give them a call. 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. If you're anything like me, you see all the division and hostility in the world, and you know that if you just had the right tools, you can make a difference. You could help bring some healing. You could be a bridge builder. Guided by Dr. David Anderson and the Gracism Global Team, I learned how to live and lead by becoming a positive solution in a world that's dealing with such negative problems. I went from feeling overwhelmed to being empowered, from being a bystander to becoming a bridge builder. Dr. Anderson has taken the principles of Gracism around the world, helping corporations, ministries, Nonprofits and government leaders grow in their ability to bridge the deepest divides of color, class, and culture. Through Racism Global's coaching and certifications, you can gain the confidence and skills to bring change right where you are. Whether for you or your whole organization, we're here to help you bring the power of racism into your life and leadership today. Visit gracismglobal.com and join us on this transformative journey. We're not just fighting against racism. We're building a world of gracism.
It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Rebecca Rodriguez says on my Facebook page, older generation from a different country must embrace what their younger generations will challenge as their new norm. However, there are fine lines between tradition, obedience, and disrespect. That's for sure, Rebecca. And disrespect, I don't care what generation you're from, we can't have that. And so we got to make sure that we at least teach and pass on honor, honorable behavior, respect, and lifting up the older generation. I think when we teach young people from a young age how to defer to those that are older, it serves them well when they get older. But if they don't learn how to defer as children to older people, then when they get older, they disrespect older people without even knowing it because mother never taught them get up so the older person can sit down. If mommy or daddy didn't teach you that when you were seven, when you're 27, you can have a 67, 77, 87-year-old woman standing on a bus or a train or in a room while you're sitting down because no one taught you that. You don't even realize that you are, are missing something. And so part of it for older folk is to make sure that you teach younger folk how to defer, how to honor age. And by doing that, they will carry that with them as they get older. What do y'all think about that? Here's my number, 888-432-7434. My lines are still open. Get in while you can. we got about 10 minutes left. I'm going, as promised, to Virginia now. We're going to talk to Carlos, who's on the line. Hey, Carlos, it's Dr. Anderson here. How you doing? Fine. Everything wonderful. Good. Hey, you need to turn your radio down so we can hear you, okay? I got you, I got you. Thank you, sir. What are you thinking? About coming, Mr. Anderson. I think the difference in the old generation and new generation is not a, the respect the young generation, the old generation. It's between the old the old generation they have to respect the young generation too, right? Yeah. It's, it's Car- Carlos, what, what is that noise? It's hard to hear you. Are you on a speaker, or what's going on over there? Uh, it's called, I put it down. Can you put it down? Yeah, thank you. Sorry. Okay. Um, Give it to me one more time. That's, that's, my main, that's my main concern, right? When we're teaching the gas, like you say, the ties. I think the ties is a controversial, controversial thing to mm-hmm. talk to in the... In the in the the church. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're talking because, you're talking because, about tithes. Is that what I heard? Tithes? Yes. Uh-huh. Yes. And we need yeah, to teach young people that? You. That's what I hear from you when you say you have tithes, you have to teach it the the kids generation. It's like at the ten dollars they have to tie one dollar. That's teach, right. Something like that. Yes. But I think for for the teaching kids it's not a problem. But the problem is it's nothing in the Bible say that. That's a me, you know. Uh-huh. The ties they never mentioned the dollar, a ten dollar, enough. Now we can interpret her. We can interpret her mm-hmm. the way we can do. That's a me. The, the main concern for me. This is the. This is. I finish with that. For me. Well, the principle. The, the principle of giving back to the, the Lord. Time. The principle of giving back to yeah. the Lord is very, very yeah. important. Whether you want to say a tithe, ten percent from the Old Testament or whether you want to teach them from the New Testament that 100% belongs to God. 
all right, and you give back to the Lord. Some most people need some kind of percentage to help them because the reality is, a hundred percent belongs to God. The pro, but, I'm agree with you. Yeah. So I, I think I'm agree, I'm agree with you. That's what I'm saying. I, mm-hmm. I want to finish the tie of anything where can do. You do is very personal. Right. When you're ready to know, you know, you can tie. You can tie money. You can tie your tie. You can tie because it's, it's principle, right? It's that, the principle. I mean, it's uh, the principle. Mr. Anderson, you know? Yeah, I agree I, with I you. I agree with you that it's the principle. But but there's a little there's a little bit of um, disagreement here on on tithes, but and I can tell you what my what my interpretation of it is. But it doesn't matter whether we agree on the tithe or not a tithe. We do agree on mm-hmm. you need to give back to the Lord. We agree on that, right? Amen. Okay. Amen. So and teaching a kid that is important. Would you agree with me on that? The teaching the they got first after that the they did their release they yes. had to tie good you know? god first and that's what i mean it's, it's the form it's yes. not they say you don't teach or we don't know it's the form right when we started you know i'm sorry for that no <laughs> that's that's good thank you so much god bless you carlos and, and so and so we may disagree on whether you should uh teach a kid to give a tithe or not um but to give back to the lord first is most important so whether it's a nickel or whether it's a quarter or whether it's a dollar out of $10, but I believe you start with a tithe. And let me tell you why. And again, it's a different interpretation maybe than what some of you might think because some people believe the Old Testament taught tithing. The New Testament does not. Um, but the Old Testament actually teaches tithes and offerings. Tithes is 10% of your earning. Offerings was above that. So really, you to bring your tithes and your offerings in the storehouse. And if you begin to add up what the offerings were, it hit to about 23%. All right. Now, having said that, let's just stick with the tithe right now. That's Old Testament. But Old Testament practices become New Testament principles. That's what I always like to say. Now, so what's the New Testament principle? Is it the tithe? No, actually, it's 100% of what you earn belongs to the Lord but you're supposed supposed to give back a portion to the Lord. Well, how much do you give? Well, it says if you give sparingly, you will reap sparingly. If you sow or give generously, you will reap generously. Nobody can put a percentage on what generous is. Nobody can put a percentage on what sparing is. But I can tell you what we can do. We can at least start with the tithe, because most people don't even give that. Now, the Old Testament was talking about a tithe. The New Testament was talking about 100% belongs to the Lord. But why? You got to understand what Jesus is doing. You got to understand the 10th tithe was already assumed in the New Testament. So Jesus wasn't trying to teach on a tithe. Jesus was trying to teach on the other 90% that they thought was theirs. <laughs> so the tithe was already assumed. Jesus is now saying, y'all think you're righteous because you've given a tenth. But the other 90% is God's too. And so that's what Jesus was doing. He wasn't eliminating the tithe. He was trying to bring in the other 90% to let you know God owns it all. So he's not saying, well, just throw away the tithe. He said, that was already, that was old school. We already know that. That's what we call a given. What about the other 90%? See? So, but whatever view you take, we got to teach kids to honor God with their money. That's the principle. We'll be right back. 
It's the class guaranteed to increase your biblical knowledge and techniques. How to study the Bible for yourself. How to study the Bible for yourself. A free seven-week course by Pastor R. Kevin Matthews. Classes start Monday, September 25th and will be held virtually. Don't miss your chance to explore the scriptures in a tried and tested easy-to-learn method. You'll learn to study book by book or chapter by chapter. In addition to performing word studies in the Hebrew and Greek, you'll also discover methods of reading the Bible, interpreting and memorizing scripture. How to study the Bible for yourself. Virtual classes start Monday, September 25th. Register today at shepherdshouseinternational.org. Shepherdshouseinternational.org. How to study the Bible for yourself. A free seven-week course by R. Kevin Matthews. For information, call 301-599-0555. That's 301-599-0555. To register, visit the shepherdshouseinternational.org. Virtual classes start Monday, September 25th. When your people are ready, your business is ready. Cintas makes sure they have what they need to perform their best. Whether it's freshly laundered work apparel for almost any job imaginable, fire protection systems that are tested and inspected, first aid and safety supplies, floor mats, or cleaning tools and restroom products, stocked and ready when you need them. Better work days happen together, so visit Cintas.com. Oh, I'm ready! And get ready for the workday. Happy 62nd birthday, Granddad. Thanks, sweetheart. I got you this. A mug. Oh, thank you. Uh, what does it say? Beware. If you are 60 or older, you may be at increased risk of hospitalization from RSV, respiratory syncytial virus, compared to adults younger than 60. Not all dangers come with warning labels. Talk to your pharmacist or doctor about getting vaccinated against RSV today. Learn more at BewareOfRSV.com. Brought to you by Pfizer. I'm telling you that fame and fortune are not what they're cracked up to be. Hi, this is Lon Solomon, and Madonna said that. What's interesting is that people will sacrifice their integrity, their honor, and their reputation to get the very fame and fortune that Madonna was talking about. Jesus comments on this in the Bible, however. He said, what good is it if a person gains the whole world and loses their own soul? Instead, Jesus calls us to a different a higher way of living. He calls us to live for Him and to live for eternity, where everything we're living for is everything it's cracked up to be and more. Why not join Him? Not a sermon, just a thought. For more information, check out our website, notasermon.com. That's notasermon.com. It's Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson, and I am so glad we've been able to hang out today. I've got uh, just a couple minutes left. We've been talking about the generational divide and how generational mentoring can help that. Older to the younger, older men to younger men, older women to younger women, younger men uh, looking up to older men, honoring them and learning from them, and vice versa. Uh, it's so important to have that respect going between each other and even younger women uh, looking up to older women. And I think they want it. Honestly, I don't think there is enough women in their 40s, 50s and, and forward that are reaching out to younger women to say, hey, I'm here for you. 
Uh, I want to help you with your marriage. I want to help you with your family. I want to help you with your money. Uh, I want to help you with your job. Uh, so I think they want it. They're looking for it. So where are y'all? Are y'all showing up? I want to hear from you. I'm going to take one last call. My lines are now closed. Let's go to Hyattsville, Maryland and talk to Anonymous, who's on the line. Hello, Anonymous. Dr. Anderson here. How are you doing? Hi, Dr. Anderson. I'm doing all right. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging with me. What are you thinking? So I couldn't agree with you more. Um, Honestly, my comment would be that the older generation has a tendency to assume what the younger generation is doing Mm -hmm. or infantilize them and make them seem like they're incapable of taking on responsibility and roles. So it's like a power struggle. And it's something I'm honestly dealing with in my own personal community and my own personal life. And I have a few other sisters in Christ who are younger than me that are feeling that that power struggle between mm-hmm. the older generation and the younger generation. Do you think so, it's because the older what, generation is uh, unwilling to let go of some things? There, some of, some people have actually heard admit that it's hard for them to let go of like that power, but it's sort of like a thing where you kind of have to, whether you choose to let go of it mm-hmm. or something happens where you can no longer perform certain duties. Like as you get older, the younger people need to know the information that you know so that they can continue to carry on those traditions that right. are good right? and those biblical truths that are good. But if you don't relinquish that power, we can't do it. So when we hand, when you hand it over to us or whenever we receive it, right. it's going to be a complete mess right. because we don't, we're figuring it out now at this point, instead of it being a situation where the power was transferred, the truths were transferred you came alongside men and women because that's what we honestly need in love where it's not necessarily, Oh, you're, you're this, you're that without actually stepping into someone's life and saying, Oh, well, this is why you do the things you do. Well, and I wonder how, how much grieving is taking place for the older folk who realize they have to Mm -hmm. let go. And so they need some training on that as well. I mean, it's even hard to have a older person let go of their home if they, if, if it's time for them to move into a retirement community or, or something like that. So I'm sure it's difficult, uh, maybe in their sixties, fifties, seventies to say, you know what, even though I've been in this business for 40 years, it's time, it's time to turn it over to anonymous. I've been grooming her for five years and then five years comes and they're like, yeah, we're not ready yet. (laughs) So I think it's a struggle. I think you um, you correctly uh, brought it to the table, and I thank you for doing it today on my show. Okay, Anonymous? Well, thank you for having me. Mm-hmm. God bless you. That's Hyattsville, Maryland, showing up. Well, listen, let's pray together. Heavenly Father, would you give us wisdom to know how to hand uh, the ball over to the next generation? Uh, we move from one season to the next. Help us, Lord, to know that once we release certain things, Uh, that we can be open for other things. So give us wisdom for this tough topic in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Help your children.
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.